Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And on today's special episode, we have another fantastic guest with us, Lita. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you guys. I am a longtime fan of the podcast, been listening for a while, and super excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get started with the Q&A? Yes, think, let's do it. I think we should, yes. <laughs> we should. Gila, you want to take off with the first question? Uh, yes. What first brought you into the world of Transformers? It could, could have been a show, it could have been comics, uh, maybe a character or a toy that you had, maybe a video game? So no video game, but I remember watching the 2007 live action movie back in the day uh, via my younger brother, and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, back in those days, it felt kind of weird to be a fan. It was still very much perceived as like, you know, the boys toy, the boys property, but I did love it. And as did my best friend. So her and I would always talk about it along with my brother, but I never fully crossed into the fandom realm until about 2013, 2014, after I had binge watched G.I. Joe Renegades. Um, my brother had suggested I watch Transformers Prime, which was then on Netflix, and said I would probably like it. Totally not presuming it would be the gateway drug that it turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the first episode and I was hooked like full-fledged dove into all things transformers discovered fan art was a thing discovered oh, no. fan <laughs> was a thing oh it was a journey <laughs> and i joined oh, the fandom officially on tumblr branched out from there to other platforms attended tfcon and became the personality known as lita that you all know me to be today we are oh, blessed that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move us to our second question. Do you have any side projects you are currently working on? Does not have to be Transformers related. Oh my God. I wish I had time for projects that were not Transformers related because I don't even have time for stuff that is Transformers related. <laughs> but I do. I currently have one project and it's a fan fiction called Edge of Oblivion, which is Edge set in the... Yeah, Edge of Oblivion, which is set within the aligned continuity, but primarily follows the Transformers Prime universe storyline with elements introduced from Robots in Disguise 2015. I uh, actually just posted the newest chapter in September, and I'm gearing up to publish the next chapter sometime in November, if I'm not too consumed with Earthspark, because that's going to be my personality for the next six months. <laughs> Do I do I hear watch party in, in the future? I, watch party? I'm thinking so. I'm thinking <laughs> they so. put a they put up a teaser that Alita appears. Oh yes. It is giving me life. I've screen capped every <laughs> second of everything she's appeared in. Like my Twitter is so obnoxious right now. So if anyone follows me there, I sincerely apologize, but I also don't. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? There's there's only been like three or four posts a day about Alita One. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four posts an hour. <laughs> oh, that's so good. With that, I think it would be perfect for question number three. And I don't think it's obvious, but who is your favorite Transformers character and why? So Soundwave. <laughs> <laughs> After all that. The name doesn't, you know, give it out away, but... You know, I was going to say that you could probably wager a guess going off my pseudonym, but it's Alita 1. And... Okay, so here's the story for those who don't know. 
I really only came to know about her existence about eight years ago, which was after I fully joined the fandom, did a massive deep dive into Transformers lore. And in doing so, that's kind of how I found her. She popped up in a piece of fan art that I found on Tumblr. And I was like, ooh, who's that? She looks so cool. <laughs> and it was the 3D render of her from Transformers Prime done by JPL Animation. So, I mean, imagine my disappointment when I learned that was a fan render and not an actual character from the oh. show. <laughs> Heartbreak Hotel. I can't even like get into it. I'm going to get so mad. So anyways. It happens so often too. <laughs> it does. I was like, oh, hell yes. Like season three, let's go. And nothing. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Guess I'll do it myself. But so anyways, that really set me down the path to read her limited TF wiki page and watch her episode from G1. And her character just spoke to me. Like Optimus Prime is my other favorite from Transformers. He is like the gateway character as to why I'm here. You know, here I was learning that he has this bad female, if I can say that, a female counterpart that leads her own group of elite guerrilla soldiers on this dead world. And like, how can you not love that? It's a really and good episode. Great. Like, I, I wish more people would watch that one. Like, right? specifically that one. It's really well written, too. Yeah, we saw it recently, oh didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I made everyone watch it in the d d group. <laughs> yes. Well, it is it is kind of like, I don't know, at least to me it was iconic. Because it was like, oh my god, wait, email, transform, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, Shockwave was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tell us your favorite Elite One story. All right, so not so much a story about her in canon, but as it relates to her and stands out to me in terms of like pure joy and nostalgia, let me set the scene. It was February 2020, <laughs> right before the world went down the hole, <laughs> I'll say. I'm on, the Vegas, <laughs> I'm on the Vegas strip with some friends to celebrate one of their birthdays. You know, we've been drinking, as you do when you're of legal age in Vegas, and Suddenly, my phone starts blowing up with notifications. So, it, like Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, everyone I've ever known in Transformers was suddenly just on my feed. And so I was like, oh God, what happened? Is Peter Cullen okay? So I check it, and everyone I knew ever was sending me articles that Alita One had been officially announced as cast for the new Netflix series on War for Cybertron. So my inebriated brain is like, that's not right. That's a hallucinogenic. That's a hallucination. There's no way that's even happening right now. So I like get my other friend who's another big Alita One fan. And it was her birthday. Coincidentally, we were celebrating. We're searching the web frantically looking for answers. Where It's like a literal shaking, crying, throwing up moment in the middle of the Vegas Strip. People are like concerned for us right now. And we finally saw that like, it was true. Alita One was making her official comeback as a main cast member. And it's, we are living the dream, the drunken haze <laughs> evaporated in this moment of clarity. And I'll just always remember it. We're beneath all the neon lights. We're just holding each other, shaking. It's just like, she's, she's going to be in it. We're, we're living to see this moment. We manifested this after all these years. And, you know, that really kickstarted. Now she's back again in Earthspark and, I'm going to ride this wave as long as it goes. So help me God, even if I have to push it myself. 
What a time to be <laughs> alive. That's great. Truly. It was like living and it's like random people are just like, are they okay? It's like, are they okay? Yes, we're fine. Just standing really hard. <laughs> Continuing that high, Kilo, do you want to ask the next question? Yes, this is something Onyx and I have talked about before, but mm. we want to see your how you would do it. But if you got to write a story on how Alita one becomes prime, how would you do it? How would that go? Oh, God, it's a loaded question. So firstly, I would want her to be given the title totally independent of Optimus. I don't want it to be like right. a he's dead and it's passed on to her because of X, Y, Z reason. Like, I, I love the ship, but I'm... I'm not for Alita becoming a prime because of that. I want it to be because of her own merit. So how I would set it up is her being a part of the high council or whatever governing entity was leading Cybertron at the time and kind of her being like this bleeding heart for the people, but of like an underdog amongst her peers and wanting to enact this change. But seeing that there's so much corruption in the system, that change isn't going to come about anytime soon. So you know, kind of as a last resort, she goes out in search of the legendary matrix of leadership for answers. And, you know, just to kind of see if there's a way that maybe she can glean some information from it, being, you know, matrix of leadership. And that's when she's chosen to be the one to carry it as, as prime and just kind of her being, you know, active in the story and kind of creating her own destiny. Right. Her being, being a part of the story, making the story happen rather than the other way around. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not about yeah. having her be passive at all. <laughs> yes. I 100% I, I agree. I agree. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a fun story. Yeah. Maybe I'll write it one day. Who knows? <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's make let's, that happen. And then yes. when you do, let's let do us know. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, right. we'll reblog it everywhere, every hour. Yes. You heard every it here five first. Seconds. <laughs> so moving us along again what's your favorite thing about the transformers fan base we've talked about alita one we've talked about uh, the vegas strip what else is like the highlight of the transformers fan base i mean i would say how it it's small comparatively to other fandoms out there but yet it's so expansive in its feel you know we're not one of those fandoms like marvel or back in the day super hulak where there's like tens of thousands of people where it's overwhelming and you know difficult to make connections not to mention mm -hmm. like all the toxicity in it but with the transformers fandom it is while not without its own problems generally chill and you recognize people from platform to platform and you can actually create these long-lasting and intimate friendships and connections with people all around the world and you know you can even have a better chance and meet them at TFCon, if you're able to, or, or TF Nation. So I think for me, that's, you know, one of the best things about it is that we're kind of our own little niche of existence, but we're also, we're, we're everywhere. We have infiltrated every fandom on the planet. We're I'm, in. I'm, we're in. Yes. We're in. You know what I, this we're truly in disguise. Course. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I was going to say that one next. That was so good. More than meets the eye, you could say. Ooh. We're the prime fandom. We're the prime fandom. Yes. <laughs> So next question is, what would be your top three favorite figures? That is a great question. Uh, gosh, there's so many. In no particular order, the 2014 Platinum Edition Optimus Prime Year of the Horse is gorgeous. I 
have him in my collection and he's currently, you know, being safeguarded in my parents' basement in Canada because he couldn't make the move to Los Angeles. But he has those like gold accents that just really pop against the reds and the blues. And it was like the first high price figure I ever got. It's, oh, I, I love that one so much. Next, and you know, for all its faults, I do maintain that the Iron Warrior Pioneer, aka the fully articulating Transformers Prime model of Optimus Prime, is also stunning, and with Transformers Prime being my favorite iteration, he looks like he just walked off the TV screen, and it's a handsome addition to the collection. Last, certainly not least, it has to be the War for Cybertron Alita 1 figure they released for the show, and you know, not only because it's Alita, but the one that I have was actually gifted to me by Lindsay Rousseau, who is Alita 1's voice actor from the show. And she had given it to me following the Alita One panel I had hosted with her as a guest for Icon Online, and she even autographed it. So it's a sentimental favorite for me and highly cherished. Mint the box, and I will never open it. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's fantastic. I remember watching that interview you did with her. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It was like one of my first like cons online. It was Icon Online, right? Yes, yeah, Iacon Online. Good. Uh, thank you so Go much. Check that out, everyone who's listening. Yes, we do still have all of them up on YouTube, so you can go and watch all of the all of the panels there. Also, to the listeners, this might be a spoiler. We actually have had Lindsay on one of our D and D episodes. It hasn't been released yet, but it's coming soon, and she reprises her role as Alita One. Oh my God! Why didn't you leave <laughs> yes. with that? I had to save it in the back pocket, you know. Okay, moving us oh. along to the next question. Yes, what is there's something... no, no time for talking. <laughs> no time for talking. <laughs> what is something no one knows about you that you wish more people did know? I mean, aside from the fact that I'm as big of a dork as I come across online, I would say, not sure if it's something no one knows, but a lesser known fact maybe in the fandom is that I'm a huge movie lover, especially horror and slasher films. Those are my bread and butter and it's funny because a lot of the courses I took in university were film film theory film analysis related and I feel like if my career would have gone in a slightly different direction I could see myself as a professional movie critic or a reviewer there's still time so you know who knows maybe I'll give it a shot in the future never say never but so if you ever want to talk movies anything movie related guaranteed I've probably seen it and I'm always here to talk movies with anyone I think I found a new friend today. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I just I just got back from the theater like two days ago, dude. It oh Halloween is out. Loved it. Halloween's controversial such a good time. controversial <laughs> opinion, but <laughs> Yes. And for our final questions, Lita, where can the listeners find you? So I'm primarily active on Twitter, so you can follow me there at La La Lita with three underscores behind it. I'm also on Instagram, and I still do have my RP account on Tumblr, which isn't as active, but there's tons of Alita content there to satisfy any cravings. There's a link tree on my Twitter profile to all the places I'm lurking. And as mentioned earlier, you can also read my latest writing project, uh, Edge of Oblivion, on Archive of Our Own, which can also be found in the link tree on my Twitter profile. Fantastic. And listeners, that will also be in the details below. So please go check those out. Yes, please do. Leave some kudos, comments, subscribe. Yeah, Five-star review all the way. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> do you have any questions for us before we let you go? Yes. So... Earthspark, what are your guys' 
initial thoughts on what the trailers make the show out to be. Oh boy, Kilo, I think this is the first time someone's actually had a question ready to go. (laughs) I am excited. I want to say I'm excited because I don't think a show is ever done where Megatron is actually on the good side. And I think that's interesting. And we have two confirmed female Autobots for sure, like that are reoccurring. They're coming back RC and Elite One, which is fantastic. And and it looks like a lot of the Seekers are female. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Love it. I am excited for the show. I like some of the the new designs for the new half human, half Cybertronian bots. I really like the, those designs. I like that we're getting some bots that need more screen time, and we'll, hopefully, we'll get more stories with them. Megatron, I'm still a little bit doubtful that he's really mm-hmm. actually good. Uh, I feel like there's something else, especially with the badge. Looks kind of like a Quintesson head, almost. Yes. So it's. It's kind of hard because Optimus and Alita also have it. So based on the latest trailer, it's supposed to be like a human Cybertronian alliance. But it just looks kind of like a skull head. It doesn't really look that friendly for an alliance. (laughs) You know what? And that's one of those conspiracy theories that I've seen kind of floating around that it's like maybe they'll introduce the Quintesson. I don't think they will. But how baller would that be? (laughs) It'd be great. That'd be cool. Maybe Megatron is infiltrating the Autobots to get information. It's all a ploy between him and Soundwave when they're like, traitor, and they're fighting. It's just so Megatron can get the information. I I hope that's not it. I I hope that's not it. (laughs) You're really pulling for good guy Megs? I want good guy Megs. Because, like, they did really well in the comics with him, with that arc, Mm -hmm. and it's great. And I kind of want to see Soundwave v Megatron. Yeah, let him have his day in the sun. Right? Oh, and Kilo sent me a message earlier today, like, what happened to Starscream? We haven't seen him, right? No. We have not seen Starscream. And it's funny because it's like I keep reading all these different articles that pop up here and there, and they're saying how there's going to be different cameos and characters that kind of come in on rolling bases and things like that. So I almost kind of wonder if they're going to introduce, you know, like, Starscream down the line and Shockwave and I'm right. I am fingers crossed Ironhide make a return. <laughs> like, Let's go. Let's and, go. and more of the female Autobots, right? I mean, if Chromia, we ever saw Firestar. if we ever saw her entire team, I would weep. I would go to Vegas <laughs> and weep on the strip again. <laughs> Let's go. We're manifesting it. I want to <laughs> see how they're gonna do. For the new generation that's watching Transformers for the first time, because they mentioned that Megatron was bad and now he's good. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's going to be a lot of backstory scenes, like uh, were they're going to revisit when, yeah, flashback scenes uh, with him being on the wrong side. Just because if you don't know that he's normally the bad guy, then it's kind of for them, it, it'll just seem like another regular good guy bot, right? Oh, so, that's a really uh, good. A little bit confusing there. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Watch party. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yes. No, I, I am for sure serious. November 11th, I'm going to sit down and watch all 10 episodes in one sitting. So whoever <laughs> else going. wants to join, come and join the I'm party. In. Let's do it. Let's do tribute. it. We'll be yes. here. We'll be here on the <laughs> Discord. <right>. So good. <laughs> okay. I think that will do it. Thank you, Lita, so much for joining us. It was a blast. Yes, thanks for having me again. This was so much fun. Dream come true. And I cannot wait for that D&D episode with <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a it's good sure. one. I'm biased because I was the DM, but it's a good one. 
You'll have to wait for a little bit. I don't think it'll come out until next year, so... <laughs> yeah, it'll come out after season two is done. All right, it's worth the wait, I'm sure. I know. Yes. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. All right, and as always, we hope you are all staying safe out there. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Lita, for being our special guest. Till all are one. Thank you again, and till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of D&D series Transform and Rollout. The second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. Very, 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 very lovingly, I, I walk in there. I see him. He looks cold. I take my cloak off my shoulders, and I gently lay it over him, and I tuck the sides of the cloak underneath him. I give him a little pat on the head, and then I go about my day. And you hear one of Borg's complete in dark secrets. He starts to purr. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, my God, uh, yes! oh, my God thank you. That's so important. <laughs> I am going to put that in my notes right now. Borg purrs. I need that in my notes as well. That is being... Anyways, we can continue on. <laughs> after, after tucking Borg to sleep, continue exploring. Astonishing. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments, and a link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.